Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday, where we discover God's heart and are changed by His Word. And welcome to 2023! I'm excited to dive into a brand new series starting this week to help us get settled in the new year. So grab a Bible. We're going to be camped out for the next three weeks in John chapter 15. So let's get started. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, come fall afresh on us. Come fall afresh on this new year, God. Fill us with your joy, your hope, your peace, as we hear your voice in your word, God. We want to do everything this year with you. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, Because apart from me, you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friends, it's that time of year again. It's time for New Year's resolutions. Everywhere you go, and everywhere you look, everybody's setting goals, and making lists, and seemingly changing their lives with the turn of a calendar page. And I, for one, I love it. I don't know about you, but I love the new year because it comes with a lot of promise. Do you feel that? There's a a freshness to the new year. It's like we all get a new start. And with all that newness comes a lot of energy and creativity and inspiration. At the beginning of the year, it's like anything is possible. People are making resolutions about health goals, about their finances, they're putting together reading lists and travel plans. And the same is true, I think, about our faith. People are making resolutions, right? Making a plan for their spiritual life in 2023. 
Maybe you've heard or seen uh, friends getting a word for the year. Maybe you have a, a practice of doing that yourself. I've been praying and discerning a word for the year for 10 plus years. It's one of my favorite spiritual practices. Having a word for the year is like asking God for a golden thread to help you pay attention to what he wants for you, what he's willing for you throughout the year. But soon after I started getting a word for the year, I became aware of this other exciting enterprise, getting a saint for the year. Really, I began to notice that a certain saint was adopting me every year. There are all kinds of ways to meet new saint friends, to be adopted by a saint for the year, to have a patron saint for 2023. And I would say yes, I would go all in on a word and a saint for the year. But then over the years, <laughs> this practice started to get a little more robust. Okay, so from a word and a saint, then I thought, wow, it'd be cool to have a verse for the year. I can't remember where I heard that, but I began to pray for a verse for the year. And then this year, this is new to me. Maybe you've been doing it for 10 plus years, but I've been hearing about people getting an intention for the year. A dear friend of mine, her intention for the year is to bring Our Lady into every conflict. Like what? It's so beautiful. Can that be my intention? No, I'm just kidding, sort of. Uh, but there's a, a there's an interest for me in getting now an intention for the year. Well, at the same time, all of these new things are unfolding. Uh, with the turn of the calendar page, I started a fast. I'm praying a novena, well, two novenas with a friend. And I keep seeing all these great book recommendations for spiritual reading for the new year. So I'm taking note of those too. And I found something interesting that we're only about a week into the new year and already <laughs> I'm pretty tired. I'm exhausted from all of the doing that I'm already trying to do. And as I look around, as I, I listen to people and hear what they're doing, it makes me wanna do even more because there are so many good things. We have um, all of this ambition to be who God created us to be, praise God. So a worthy goal, but we can't become that person in one year, much less in one day. So I've found that we tend to start out the year all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but by the end of the first month, or if you're like me, the first week, we've fallen off. And then the very thing that we were hoping would help us to get our life together, right, would bring some balance or some peace to our life, some healing, that, that thing, those spiritual practices, they actually become a source of discouragement. Or maybe you try to avoid that discouragement altogether so you don't even get started. Maybe you're overwhelmed by just how many good things there are to do. Uh, and, and maybe to the pressure to get them all right that you just don't even get started. You kind of pretend this New Year's resolution thing doesn't exist. Or maybe you can't relate because you are a champion at getting stuff done. I can't relate to this, but maybe you're on a roll with 2023. This is your year. You are checking all of the boxes. You are doing all of the things and you're doing them pretty well every day. But you find that nothing's going very deep. 
that even though you've adopted all of these spiritual practices, these things that are meant to inspire you or, or balance you or, or, or give you the health that you desire spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, maybe you found that, that those things are actually, they're making you a more stressed out. You're not becoming a more hopeful, joyful person. You're actually becoming busier. And it makes me wonder if maybe we're doing this whole change thing wrong. What if this year, instead of doing more, we did less? I'm gonna say something prov provocative here. What if we did nothing? What if we did nothing? Those are actually the words of Jesus. Well, those are a part of the words of Jesus in John chapter 15, verse five, which is where we're gonna be zooming in and camping out for the next few weeks. Jesus says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. Did you hear that? Apart from me, you can do nothing. Friends, can we all agree that we do too much? And more importantly, more urgently, I would say, we do too much on our own. We try to do too much. We try to do everything on our own, not only in the day-to-day, -day, but even in our spiritual lives. And that's what's really at the heart of this verse and I think our exhaustion, our ungodly independence is what can be so challenging when it comes to keeping up all of these new spiritual disciplines and resolutions, making the changes that we hope will last. Because despite all of our best efforts, our best laid plans, we just don't have what it takes. And life is so unpredictable. We might feel totally strong and courageous and on top of things and with it one day and and the next day our whole world changes or even subtle shifts in our schedule can really disrupt all of these beautiful plans and resolutions that we have. Ultimately, we don't have the resources or the reserves to sustain lasting change or deep peace, much less bring about whole person transformation on our own. We can't bear all of that responsibility on our own. It's why we burn out. It's why we're exhausted, not only with New Year's resolutions, but even in the day to day. It's not only the effort it takes, right? The time, the strength, the resources, but it's also the mental weight and the emotional energy that it takes to do it ourselves. Luckily, Jesus offers us another way. I'm gonna ask you to flip in your Bible to the very first gospel, the gospel of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So this new year, I want to suggest to you a simple litmus test to discern your prayer commitments. 
or your New Year's resolutions. I want you to try this. Is it easy? Is it light? Is it easy and is it light? Because this is the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus is gentleness. I, I am gentle and humble of heart. He's describing his own heart here. It's what you'll find in him every time you go to prayer, his tenderness. And not only that, but his strength. He is miraculously, simultaneously, all the tenderness and all of the strength. So we no longer have to rely on ourselves. But wait a second. Okay, I, I hear you. You might be thinking, aren't spiritual disciplines supposed to be hard? Aren't we disciplining our flesh? Aren't we supposed to be learning to die to ourselves, to deprive ourselves? And I would say yes, absolutely. But, and, and this is a big but, we can't discipline ourselves or uh, our flesh. We can't die to ourselves. We can't grow in or exercise the virtue that we desire, the virtue that we need without the supernatural grace of God. When God is truly calling us to do something, he will give us the grace to do it. Now, I'm not saying that it won't be unpleasant or uncomfortable or even painful at times, but there will be grace to do it when you're doing it with the Lord. The kind of hard that comes from persevering in suffering, uh, the sufferings of life, or from growing in virtue, that kind of hard is different from the kind of hard uh, from trying to do too much and do it on our own, muscling our way through it. It's grace that makes all the difference. Remember Jesus's words here, apart from me, you can do nothing. Another way to put it is do nothing without God. Nothing without his grace, which is his very life within us. Just a few weeks ago, um, I had confession with our very good and holy pastor, and I was bemoaning the fact that I'm not as holy as Mother Teresa. I've been reading a book about her. I'm so deeply inspired by her life, and I was especially captured by the way that despite her interior darkness, despite this very intense, this rigorous schedule that she kept, she went about her life with cheer. She was so generous, she served, she was so like Christ, no matter if there were legal battles going on or, or difficulties with, you know, X, Y, Z. She had so many challenges in her life and yet she moved through her life with this ease, with this beauty, with love. And I was frustrated and discouraged that I'm not overcoming myself, right? That I, I, I'm not yet a master of my emotions. And this good priest, he just, he shook his head and he smiled at me and he laughed and he said, Beth, you're giving her too much credit. And I was like kind of taken aback by that. It's not at all what I thought he was gonna say. He said, you're forgetting about grace. Mother Teresa could only do it because of the grace of God. I was giving all the credit to Mother Teresa and none of the credit to God. And that same grace that was operating in the life and apostolate of Mother Teresa is available to you and to me. 
Apart from me, God, you can do nothing. He doesn't want us to, and he'll give us the grace that it might be light and easy. So what does it mean to do nothing? It's, I know it's, it's kind of catchy, right? It's the title of our series, Do Nothing. And it might sound a little misleading because to be able to do nothing, that is to do it all in him and with him and through him, you do have to do something. And today I'm gonna keep it really simple. And I wanna suggest just two things to ponder and to pray about this week. And they're both about grace. Okay, first of all, I wanna remind you of your need for grace from God. Maybe you've already discerned your New Year's resolution, your word for the year, your spiritual discipline and practices for the year. Amazing, you're awesome, <laughs> keep doing that. If you've already brought the Lord into all of those decisions and you've gotten that vision from the Lord, praise God. Now, I wanna encourage you in the day-to-day -day of this coming year to ask the Lord for the grace to do it because you cannot do it on your own. If he's calling you to it, you have to rely upon his grace in order to do it. He wants to do it with you. He doesn't want you to perform for him. He wants to do life with you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Okay, but maybe you haven't brought your plans, your resolutions, your spiritual practice, you haven't brought that into conversation yet with the Lord. Well then, this week I want you to start there. I just want you to tell him all the things that you wanna do, all the things that you're already doing, all the ways that you wanna grow, all of the areas in your character, in your relationships, in your work or finances that you think need some attention where your heart and your your energy are focused right now just simply share them with him and then and here's the hard part to to be still with the lord here's where the pondering and the praying comes in once you've brought all of that into conversation with the lord to wait for god to respond to listen and let him highlight What's most important? We're going to talk more about this next week. But from there, with, with God's help, with um, his vision, you're going to ask him for the grace to do it. Not just once, right? But day after day of the year 2023 and beyond, I hope. Okay, and the second suggestion is a lot like the first. And that is that I want to encourage you to have grace with yourself. Oh, this is a tough one for me. But friends, making changes is hard. Forming new habits is hard. So if you miss a day of reading Divine Intimacy, talking to myself here, if you miss a day of catechism in, in a year, give yourself grace. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, okay? You're, you're not a failure. We wanna, we wanna have grace with ourselves. We wanna develop really a growth mindset that we're, we're on the way, we're becoming who God created us to be. Remember his tenderness. Remember his patient love. Remember how he's affected change in your soul and in your life in the past and how he has a long view of vision over time to see that person, to see that fruit come to bear. And give yourself grace, be patient with yourself. 
And if you are discouraged, which does happen, if you do get frustrated, you drop the ball, you, you miss something, something totally falls off, you lose all initiative, all um, energy for it, just tell the Lord that too and he will give you the grace. Maybe he'll give you the grace to put that thing down, to set it aside. Maybe it's just not the season for a daily rosary, right? Whatever that is for you, to bring that into conversation, or, or maybe he'll renew his spirit within you and give you the grace to pray that daily rosary. But I'm not here to tell you to pray the daily rosary or not. I'm here to tell you to talk to Jesus about it and to give yourself grace along the way. This year, more than ever before, really, I sense a unique opportunity to rely more on the Lord than ever before, to grow in trust and to bear much fruit when we do it with him. We can only bear much fruit and become his disciples with him. Now I've tried it both ways. I've white knuckled my way through it and I've tried relying on his grace. When I try to do it on my own, right? Or do it for God because it's the right thing to do, right? Or everyone's doing it or I should do this or I need to do this, right? When it's coming from me, that's really an indication that it's coming from a place of my pride where I'm trying to earn or deserve something. Maybe if I press in even deeper, underneath that, there's even um, a belief that I have to, to be perfect or to be a certain way in order to be loved. But when I commit things in my life, both in my spiritual life and my daily duties, when I bring those to God with His grace, suddenly there's peace and there's joy, it's light, and it's easy with him. This is what I want for you, friends. I want less striving. I want you to actually experience this supernatural growth where you change and you grow without a lot of effort on your own so, so that you only give glory to God, so that you see his handiwork in your life. So we're gonna spend the next two weeks, right? This is week one. Two more weeks paring down and, and pressing in, really getting at the heart of John 15, 5, um, and learning what it is to do life with Jesus, because apart from him, you and I can do nothing. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. God, we give you... Um, we give you our life. We offer you again our hearts, Lord. And we ask you to come gently as you always do. And to show us, Lord, where you're calling us, what you're calling us to. There's no pressure in this discernment. We're just gently asking you to highlight, Lord, where you desire for us to go. What will lead us closer to you? Jesus. So I ask that your supernatural grace would come and, and fill the room, fill the, the hearts, the souls, the minds, the bodies of each and every woman praying with us today. Help her to know how beloved she is and that she's never alone because you are always with her. Thank you, Jesus. Pray this in your holy and precious name. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. See you next week. Bye now.